Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pena, and I'm bringing you today's word for February 9th, 2022. We're in the second month already. 2022 is going fast, but listen, we're going to experience God's best this year. This is a year of progression for us. This is a year of intentional progress. We are going to be focused on the progress that we believe God already ordained for us to have, but we're going to be intentional about it. We're going to be deliberate. We're going to be focused on becoming the men, the women that God has called us to be. And at the end of 2022, we want to be incrementally closer to God's overall expected end for our lives forward ever backward. Never the best is yet to come. Get ready for the word. All right, so let's get in the word, into the word for this morning. So I've been teaching a series from the life of Jesus called Life Lessons from the Life of Jesus. This is part 23 of that series. And then really a few messages ago, we started looking at uh, John 17 and the prayer that Jesus prayed. I call it the Lord's Prayer because it's really the prayer that Jesus prayed in John 17. So these are like nuggets that we're gleaning from the prayer that Jesus prayed. And this is the third installment of that, but the 23rd installment of the overall series. I, I trust that you've been enjoying it. I told you that this year we were going to go through all these things and it, it's going to take some time to get through this, but right now we're still at number one, but there's six steps that God gave me uh, to kind of teach through this year. So obviously it's going to take months, but as we get through all of this, I believe that that is going to be a blessing to you. You know, thank you for uh, going on this journey with me. Thank you for 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 getting up uh, every morning and just allowing me to speak into your life. I, I count that a privilege. I count that an honor. And I'm going to get to talk about that uh, today. So let's get into the word for this morning. We're in John 17. We've looked at the whole chapter is, is a prayer, but I told you that we will look at it in bite-sized chunks. We've covered John 17 verses one through eight. Now we're going to look at nine and 10. The Bible says in John 17 uh, verse nine, New Living Translation, my prayer, Jesus is praying, my prayer is not for the world. <laughs> Think about that for a minute. Jesus is praying. He's like, listen, I ain't praying for everybody. He, he said, my prayer is not for the world. Not in this particular prayer. Now he did pray for, for the world. But, you know, I got it. But I'm saying in this particular prayer, he was like, right now, Father, I'm praying. I'm not praying for the people that don't believe in me. I'm not, my prayer is not for the world, but for those that you have given me. Because these people, they belong to you. And all who are mine belong to you and you have given them to me. So they bring me glory. So what does this mean for you today? Those two little verses there. What does that mean for you? There's a lot. It actually means a lot. And so I have four things to share with you this morning. As I get into these four things, this is where I need you to rid your heart and mind of all distractions. Four things. Number one, here we go. Jesus was at peace with the reality that not everyone was going to accept him. Everybody was not going to accept him. And he was okay with it. Like he, he was at peace with it. He was at peace with the fact that, you know what? Everybody's not going to accept me. Everybody, everybody is not going to accept me. And you got you to gotta learn that lesson too. Jesus prayed, my prayer is not for the world, but for the ones that you gave me. When he said the world, he was referring to the people that rejected him. He was like, there's going to be, listen, there's people down here that don't accept who I am. I've been walking around telling people, there's people that see me do stuff. The, the Pharisees and the Sadducees are there when I'm performing miracles and they still don't want to accept me. That's crazy. And so in John 17, Jesus is praying 
for the, his disciples. He started the prayer, praying for his disciples and for all those who will come through the annals of time. So he was praying for me. He was praying for you. He was praying for us. But all of those who accept him, who would believe in him, right, through the annals of time. But he also knew that some people would not believe in him. He also knew that some people would not honor or respect or accept him. And guess what? Jesus did not frustrate the grace of God on his life by worrying about it. Jesus did not frustrate the grace that's on his life by worrying about people who were not going to accept him. He just simply focused on the people that did accept him. And he was like, well, I guess, Father, I guess these are the people that you gave me and I'm called to them. And so he started ministering to them and he thanked God for them. See, when you finally discover who you are, you're like, well, Rick, what does that have to do with me? Oh, it has a lot to do with you. When you finally discover who you are in Christ and you start living as that person, as who it is that God has called you to be, there will be many who honor and accept you and respect you and and, and be like, wow, I, it's, it's almost like God is saying, these people were waiting for you to get in position. These people were waiting for you to become who it is that I've called you to be because there's some stuff in you that they need and these people are going to come to you and they're going to be blessed. And like me, a lot of people come to me like, oh my God, thank you. I thank God for you, Rick. You know, and I, and I get to deposit into them. However, there are also going to be some people that don't. <laughs> there are going to be some, there's some people that didn't accept Jesus. There's going to be some people that don't respect you, who do not honor you. Who, who, there are going to be some people that devalue you. They might flat out disrespect you, but you don't have to frustrate the grace of God over it. You don't have to frustrate the grace of God that is on your life worrying about people that don't care about you. If, if, if they rejected Jesus, then doggone it, you got to know that they're going to reject you. If they dishonor Jesus, then you got to know that some people are going to dishonor you. Some people will reject you because of their own insecurities. Some people will, re will reject you just because they can't see what God is doing on your life. They can't see it. They, you know, oh no, that's Rick. You know, that's, a, you know, from Brooklyn that I, I just can't see. Okay, fine. If you can't see it, that's, that's you. You can't see it, but I can see it. <laughs> and so I'm, I'm going to be okay with me. So others will reject you at the end of the day. You can't control other people. God didn't, God doesn't control people. Let's be clear about that. You know how you said no to God many times, right? You've rejected God many times. God doesn't control you. God doesn't control people. God is not out here pulling strings. You're not a puppet and God is not a puppet master. And so if God is not out here controlling people, then you can't control people, right? If, if, if there are going to be some people that reject you because there's some people that rejected Jesus. There's some people that reject God. But don't spend good time on bad thoughts. Don't spend good time thinking bad stuff. Love people, but watch this. Do not base your focus on their feelings. Let me say that again for the people in the back. Do not focus or do not yet yeah, base your focus on their feelings. There's going to be some people that don't think much of you. There's going to be some people that just don't like you. There's going to be some people that, that flat out reject you or even try to disrespect you. Do not base your focus on their feelings because people fluctuate. People are fickle. People are phony. Some people are flat out fake. And at the end of the day, that's how people are sometimes. And you can't control people. If God is not controlling people, you can't control people. Jesus was like, look, to be clear, Father, I ain't praying for them. <laughs> In this prayer, I'm praying for these people, the people that accept me and the people that you gave to me. Number two, along the same lines, flowing in the same vein, you're not graced to reach everybody. You are not graced to reach everyone. 
I don't know why people say, oh man, these people, that people, you know, listen, you're not calling everybody. I, I don't like it when, when there's a church that has like a, a, a mission statement, we're called to reach the world. Well, not really. <laughs> I mean, like, who are you called to? Oh, everybody. No, well, not really. Everybody ain't going to listen to you. You, you, like everybody doesn't listen to me. I'm a Dominican kid from Brooklyn. I got my own flavor. I got my own style. Some people like it. Some people don't. I'm cool with that. Like I'm good. Like I, I'm, I'm good being Rick Pina. I, listen, if you honor and respect me, praise God. Father, these are one of the people that you gave me. If you don't, praise God. I'm not moved by that. My, I'm not going to base my focus on your feelings. I know that I'm not graced to reach everybody. You are not graced to reach everybody either. So at the end of the day, if Jesus couldn't reach everyone, then don't make the mistake of thinking that you can reach everyone. You can't save everybody. It's not going to happen. Don't spend unnecessary time and energy worrying about people that you're not called to reach. At the end of the day, embrace the people that you are called to reach and spend time with them and pour into them the things that have been poured into you. Listen, God has plenty of called, appointed, and anointed people in the kingdom. So if you're not graced to reach somebody, Okay, God will use one of his other sons and daughters to reach those people. God can send somebody else that they will respect, that they will honor. Just don't think that you have to do it all because you can't. Just don't think that you have to reach everybody because you can't. You just have to be the man, the woman that God has called you to be. Listen, Jesus was like, there's some people that don't accept me. Okay, like I, that doesn't change who I am. There's some people that don't accept you. You got to embrace who you are and that's it. You can't, you can't be out here worrying about people that don't worry about you. Don't waste time worrying about people who do not honor the anointing on your life. The Bible says, watch this. This is John chapter one, verses 11 through 13. Remember in John chapter one, it starts off by saying, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. And you know, and, and the word was there in the beginning. All things that were made were made by him and without him was nothing made that was made. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us. You know that, right? Boom. Verse 11. And the word, Jesus, in the flesh, came to the world. He came to the world that was his own world. He came to the world that was his own world, and people didn't accept him. His own people, the Bible says, that the people he created didn't accept him. That sounds bad, but the Bible goes on to say, but some people did accept him, and they believed in him. And to those people, he gave the right to become the children of God. And they became God's children. Okay, the ones that did accept me, I'm going to pour into you. I'm going to invest into you. And they became God's children. Listen, there's going to be some people that don't accept you. And you got to be okay with that. There will be some people who don't like you. Let, listen, there's going to be some people who don't like you. Uh, they don't. Maybe they don't like the way you talk, where you're from, how you dress. I don't care. They don't like the way you look. You know, whatever. There's going to be some people that don't like you, who won't listen to you, who will never follow you. Just lift them up. And know that God can send somebody else. Listen, you don't want to listen to me. God can send somebody else. And God can send somebody else whom they will respect and follow and listen to. Whatever. I'm not going to lose sleep over the fact that it's not going to be me. Listen, if, if there's some people in your life that you're not called to reach and newsflash, they are, then don't lose sleep over that. Pray that God will send somebody else that they will listen to. And don't lose sleep over the fact that it's not going to be you. You are not called. You're not, you're not called to reach everybody. And, and Jesus, if people rejected Jesus, people will reject you. This is something that you get really got to, this is life lessons from the life of Jesus. This right here is some good stuff. This will free you. This will liberate you to be you and just be at peace with the fact that you're not called to everybody. Number three, Jesus appreciated all those who did accept him 
And he saw those people as a gift from the father. You know why I take a few minutes every morning saying, oh, hey, good morning, Jana. Good morning, Victoria. Good morning, Shawana. Good morning, Nikita. You know why I do that? Because I appreciate you. Because I honor you. Because I believe that you're a gift from God for me. I believe that the people that God has placed in my life, I honor them. I'm going to, I'm going to, you know what Jesus said in this prayer, those that you have given me, man, they belong to you, father. And you gave them to me. And so oh, listen, at the end of the day, you're God's people. Even my kids, I told you that yesterday, even my kids are a gift from God. My kids belong to God. My kids don't belong to me. My kids belong to God. But father, you gave me kids. Thank you, Lord. I pray over them. Thank you. You guys listen to me. Thank you, Lord, for the people that, that do listen to me, right? There's some people that don't like Rick Pena. There's some people that are not Rick Pena fans. Okay, I'm okay with that. Listen, I don't need everybody's approval. I have God's approval. You shouldn't lose sleep over, over people that you're not called to reach or to, or to impact. Just appreciate the people that you are called to reach, the people that you are called to impact. You're not called to everybody, but there is a group of people that you are called to. And when you think about those people, you should give God praise. When you think about those people, remember that they belong to the Father and the Father gave them to you. They ass the Father assigned those people to you. So you, if those people acknowledge Jesus as Lord, but you as their leader, right? Jesus as Lord, but you as their leader, then you should, you should lift those people up. You should appreciate those people. You should appreciate the fact that those people have given you right of passage to speak into their lives. You that watch today's word, you have given me um, the authority or the license to speak into your life. You know what? Everybody can't speak into your life, but you've allowed me to speak into your life. And you know what? I appreciate that. I honor that. I respect that. I mean, that means a lot to me. Just so you know that, that means a lot to me. The fact that, that you don't have to do it, the fact that you get up in the morning and tune in to hear me, right? That means a lot to me. You've given me the license to speak into your life. And, and so, so you appreciate these people. You should appreciate anybody that God has assigned to you. Whether these people are your children, like natural children or spiritual children or your friends or people that come to you for mentorship or people that come to you at work or people that come to you for guidance. If there are people that honor you, that respect the anointing on your life and that have given you the license to speak into their life, to pour into them the things that have been poured into you, you should, you should re respect that. You should honor them. You should appreciate those people. Don't ever look down on it. Oh, they come to me for mentorship. I'm, yeah, I'm, t no, 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 no. They shouldn't be coming to you if you got that attitude. You should, you should remain humble. Never get big in your own eyes. Appreciate everybody God has given to you and then pour into them the things that God has poured into you. That's how I do. This is what I do every day. And this is how we're supposed to live. This is the example we see in Jesus. All right, number four and finally, last point for today. There's a type of glory, number four. There's a type of glory that emanates from our lives when those the Father has graced us to invest in when they grow and develop. I see some people right now in the chat are saying, hey, we love you too. We appreciate you and your wife. I thank God for that. But watch this. There's a level of glory that that emanates from my life when, when the people that I'm pouring into, when they grow and they develop. When the people that I'm pouring into, when they become the men and the women that God has called them to be, oh man, there's a level of glory that emanates from my life but then I have to turn around and deflect that glory. Let me, let me explain. So in his prayer, Jesus said, all who are mine, they belong to you. And you have given them to me, so they bring me glory. He was saying, the people that you've given to me, Father, the people that do, like I came into my own and my own received me not. There are people that, that just rejected me. Uh, but at the end of the day, there are some that did accept me. 
And the people that did accept me, these are the people that you gave to me. And as I pour into them, and as they become the men, the women that God is, that you have called them to be, there's a level of glory that emanates from my life because it's, they become the fruit of my labor. They become an example of the investment that you are making in my life. They become the fruit that you are producing from me, is emanating from me, but I have to deflect that glory right back to you. So while I'm always very clear that God gets all the glory, all the glory belongs to God, right? And I've told you that before, God gets the glory, we get the benefits, never take God's glory, never give God's glory to anybody else, never take God's glory like you're the God of your own life, none of that. I teach that all the time, all the glory belongs to him. But while Jesus was praying, he taught something here. He was like, when people, you know, when they become, I'm pouring into people, and when they develop and grow, there's a level of glory that emanates from my life. But so you should, you should appreciate that. Listen, when you take people and, and you mentor people, or you lead people, or you pour into your children, and you see them become who it is that God has called them to be, and you see them growing and developing and maturing, and you're investing in people, and you're speaking into their life, even at work, and you're mentoring people, and you're seeing them grow, man, there's a level of glory that emanates from your life, because people will know that you invested in them, and they are an example of the fruit of your labor. But when that glory comes to you, just make sure you deflect that glory right back to God. Listen, God has called you and graced you to make an impact in the lives of people. God has called us to the people of this world and to the systems of this world. So he will send you to make an impact in the people of a system, and then he will elevate you to have influence over the whole system, right? And so, 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 so God will send you, let's say you're an educator, you're a teacher, God will send you, first of all, to just make impact with the kids in your classroom, all right? But, but then he will start to elevate your level of influence to where now you're influencing uh, the other teachers. Then he will elevate your level of influence to where now you're influencing the educators and the faculty now, you know, and, and the, the administrators, and then God will give you more influence. And before you know it, you're influencing the whole system, the whole education system in your area or in your region. That's how God does it in the financial system, in the media system and whatever system uh, God will send you into a system and then grace you. And there's some people that God has called you to impact. And as you're making impact, in these areas, in these people, and in the systems of this world, then watch this. What's happening through you brings glory to you, to your life, to your name. Just when that happens, though, just make sure you deflect that glory right back to God. So you can, this is the prayer that I've told you to pray many times, like Jesus prayed, Father, glorify me that I may glorify thee. I want you to make my name great, Father. But the only reason I want you to make my name great is so that I can make your name great. I want you to take uh, make my name great so I could turn around and glorify your name in this world. So listen, um, this morning, this was uh, these four things. This is something you might need to just think about, meditate on. Listen to this again if you need to. But one of the major lessons that I hope you, that, that you learned is that you're not called everybody. <laughs> and you gotta be, not only do you have to be at peace with yourself, you got to be at peace with the fact that if people reject you, they rejected Jesus, right? And so you could pray for them and you just got to keep stepping. You got to be okay with who you are, who you call to reach, and you got to know that you're not called to reach everyone. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. This is a simple message, but it's really powerful. I want you to speak this over your life. Say, Father, I thank you for taking the time to teach me about your grace through the life of your son. 
in Jesus, I see a man who knew what he was called to do and who was laser focused on his assignment. Jesus understood the fact that he was not called to reach everyone. So if Jesus couldn't reach everybody, I have to accept the fact that I won't either. I embrace my assignment. I pursue my purpose. I know I am graced to reach certain people. And I also know that some people will not accept me or my leadership. So I don't frustrate the grace on my life by worrying about people that I'm not called to reach. I don't spend time or energy thinking about people who devalue or disrespect what I'm called to do. I refuse to base my focus on their feelings. I simply focus on my assignment. I seek to fulfill it by your grace. And I'm thankful for everybody you've given to me. Now, the ones who do honor me, I appreciate and honor them. They belong to you, Father. I will never mistreat anyone that you've given me. I will pour into them the things that you poured into me. And as they grow, as they develop, they bring glory to me. And I turn around and give that glory right back to you. I live just like Jesus. Therefore, greater is coming for me. I declare this by faith. In Jesus' name, amen. This is today's word. Tomorrow we're going to have another one. So this is today's word. Please apply it and prosper. You know what? Some of the most powerful messages are some of the most simple messages. And this was a simple message, but it was really powerful. If you want my notes and you're not getting my notes, go to todaysword.org, click on the big red subscribe button, put in your email address. You're going to get my notes for free. Sign up there for free. And also do me a favor, go into the chat, leave me some comments in the chat if this message was a blessing to you, and then share this message right now on your social media, on your timeline, and with your friends. I love you. God loves you more. Have an amazing day. And I'll see you tomorrow morning. And guess what? I love you. I appreciate you. I thank God for you. Thank you for allowing me to speak into your life. God bless you.